Please help me welcome J. Lauren Norris. You know, there's um, something unique about this role of leadership that I want to talk about today. It's, uh, well, I heard a guy say just yesterday, he said, you know, I, I don't have any kids of my own. But when I see other people with their kids, I realize they're doing a job that I couldn't do. Now, this guy is a multi-billionaire. His wife and he together run like five or six companies. Uh, they have a lot of impact on people in the world. They employ a lot of people. They generate a lot of revenue. They make a huge difference in the world. He's a thought leader. He's constantly interviewing people on his show that are cutting edge of everything from AI to physics to psychology to neuropsychology to leadership. You may know the name Tom Bilyeu. Tom Bilyeu is not a parent. Is he an influencer? Yes. Is he an investor? Yes. Is he a powerful business leader? Yes. But he's not a parent. And in his own words, he says, I think parenting is a tougher job than anything that I do. That's what I want to talk about in this episode of Leading Leaders. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and it, it really is pretty fascinating to me to watch the number of people who want to talk about leadership, but they want to talk, want to talk about leadership only from the aspect of management. Yeah, if, if you manage a big company or you handle a lot of, a lot of finance or uh, you run a bank, a big corporation, a government office, then, then you're a leader. Uh, they sometimes will say if, you, if you've earned the uh, shift supervisor name tag or the uh, I'm in charge of something name tag, then, then that makes you a leader. But let's go back to John Maxwell's most famous quote, leadership, it's influence. Nothing more and nothing less. Now that puts a whole lot of onus on somebody like, say, Kim Kardashian or the rest of the Kardashians or the rest of the people on OnlyFans who have tens of thousands of viewers who are watching everything they do to sometimes discussing intimate detail. Influencers, they're leaders. People who show up in your school as guest speakers, whether it's a middle school or a high school or a college campus, those are influencers. They're leaders. They're leading your children, whether you like it or not. They're leading your children, even if it's perhaps in a way that you disagree with. They're leading your family. And what I want to remind you is that the most irreplaceable, the most critical role of leadership, it isn't the government leader. It isn't necessarily the school teacher. It isn't, it isn't the book author or the video consultant or Hollywood. All of those are leaders and all of those are leading your children, but the most critical, the most irreplaceable leader in the world is the parent. Oh, trust me, if you get that wrong, they don't cut you any slack. 
Kids are resilient. Kids are hard to damage because they're so resilient, but they are moldable. And when you abdicate your responsibility as a parent to lead, when you forego the job because you think, well, the school teacher's gonna do it, or the Sunday school teacher's gonna do it, or the iPad's gonna do it, or Disney movies is gonna do it, or any number of things that you surrender the leadership of your children to. It's an abdication of your responsibility and your role as a leader, as a parent is absolutely critical. Your approval of their good behavior, your disdain of their bad behavior, your disapproval of their bad choices, clearly articulated with explanation as to why, will make an enormous difference in the choices they make for the rest of their life. And if you don't care enough about them to correct them when they're wrong, don't pretend that you love them. I know that's a hard truth, but, but it's a truth. If you love them, you'll correct them. If you love them, you'll tell them when their ideas are wrong, bad, dangerous, harmful to themselves or others, because that's what love does. A good parent stands in the way of bad decisions. A good parent encourages, empowers, enlightens, informs good decisions. A good parent understands this child of mine, whether they're two years old or 22 years old, is a human being who desires to be independent, who wants to make wants to make decisions on their own, who doesn't want to spend their life indecisive, who doesn't want to be lazily taken care of. I know we've trained almost an entire generation to depend on someone else. They want to do you know, just as much as they have to, to get as much as they need to. We live in a gig economy. Now, I have a couple of 20-somethings in my life, my two boys and one of the girls that uh, one of them is dating. They all have full-time jobs. They all also will DoorDash or Grubhub or something of that nature because they know, well, I need a little extra money. I paid my car payment. I paid my insurance. I paid my rent, but I need a little extra something for the weekend. Very seldom do they call me and go, hey, dad, can you send me? Now, I do get that from time to time. You know, I haven't had a chance to Grubhub. I need gas money or I haven't had a chance to Grubhub and I, I need lunch money because I'm still stuck at my regular job. They realize that it's difficult to pay all the bills that you can on a regular job. You gotta have more than one hustle. Anybody will tell you that, multiple streams of income. You've also gotta have the gumption to go do that. I meet very few, although there are some, who have the mentality that, well, I'm just gonna sit at home and I'll ask mom or I'll wait for the government or somebody to send me a check. I'll, I'll wait for my tax return and I'll live on that for as long as I can. But most young people of every age I know my girls started when they were two or three. They come out of their bedroom completely dressed. I'd be like, what, what are you wearing? I mean, a red shirt and green slacks and a pink tutu over the green slacks and your socks don't match. And they didn't care as long as they got to decide. They valued their independence, their right to choose over the fashion statement. Now, as they've grown older, boys and girls alike, the ones that I've raised, 
the four that we're responsible for biologically and the half dozen or so that we've spoken into over the years as well. All of them, all of them have deeply valued their independence, their ability to make their own choices and go, okay, that was a dumb idea. Very seldom have they come back to me and said, dad, why didn't you tell me that I shouldn't do it like that? Because they know I'm gonna have one of two answers. I did tell you, but I let it be your choice, or I didn't tell you because I knew the consequences wouldn't be significant and the lesson would be learned better. See, leadership isn't about tyranny. It isn't about control. It isn't about management. It isn't about just oversight. It's not about the assigned titles and responsibilities. It's about influence. Nothing more and nothing less. And there is no more important role in this world of leadership than a parent. You have the best access. You have the most trust. Presumably, you have the greatest amount of concern for the one being led, i.e. your child. Take the time to learn how to be a better leader. Take the time to learn to be a better communicator. Listen to the stories that they're telling. Tell the stories they need to hear. We have the opportunity as parents to lead the narrative in the life of our children. Don't let the iPad or the digital devices lead the narrative in your children's lives. Trust me, there's not a social media outfit out there, not one, not a single one. I don't know of anyone. Can I be more clear? There isn't a social media outfit out there that has the best interest of your child at heart, period. They have their income, their shareholders, their stock price, their level of manipulation and influence. They have all of those at heart, but not your child's best interest. And I don't care if your child is 2, 22, or 42. As a parent, you have a right to speak into their life. Let me say that again. You have an obligation to speak into their life the things that will make their life better, to empower them to live a better life. That's your job. That's why you're here. If you abdicate that role to social media devices, to the media in general, to the ills of today's society, which is really, really ill, it's really, really sick, then I believe you've abdicated your role as a leader, as a parent, and you have led them to greater harm and greater danger. You're not giving them a long leash just for the sake of letting them run rampant and figure out life on their own because that will lead to their destruction. But giving them enough room to make decisions, to be independent, to wear the wrong clothes, to suffer at three years old, their friends on the playground going, what are you wearing? You look silly. Well, I could have made her change. That would have been control. But when I said to her, pink and green, probably not the greatest friends. Other people might think that looks funny. I'm not telling you to base your life on what other people think, but I'm telling you we have social norms for a reason and other people might not find that normal. So if that's what you want to wear, that's fine. But if people laugh at you, just know I'll have a pair of pink pants in the car to go along with your pink tutu. I, I know you don't want them. I know you don't want to wear them. I know that that's not what you picked today, but we'll have them just in case. Parents have the most critical role of leadership. Parents are irreplaceable. Your teachers in the school system should not replace your parents. 
The teachers in the school system ought not replace the parents. But in many cases, they do because the parents abdicate that role. I want to challenge you as parents, as leaders. We're coming up on Mother's Day this weekend. I know because I had to reschedule a class because like an idiot, I scheduled a class on the Saturday before Mother's Day. And although there were dozens of people who said, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. What Saturday is it? And then I said, Mother's Day weekend. They went, ugh, can't go that weekend. We have plans. Okay, I'll reschedule my class to miss Mother's Day. We'll find another Saturday for it. If nothing else, we'll push it out till June. But Mother's Day this weekend is an acknowledgement, dads, husbands, of the leadership role that your wives, their mothers, have played in their lives. The leadership role that your mother played in your life. And if there's not a mother in the life of your child, your siblings, then love them anyway. Be that mothering figure, that emotional figure, that supportive figure that a mother would be. Father's Day is coming up soon enough. Not enough greeting cards shared in that, in my opinion, but parents are still the irreplaceable leaders. They are still the most critical role of leadership. You have the most amount of time with those that we lead. We do. We get them from the day they're born. Now, I know there are a whole lot of efforts right now for everything from pre-K all the way through postgraduate work for the children to belong to the government, for the children to belong to the school system. In fact, our current president recently said, children belong to all of us, not to you. Um, I disagree, sir. I strongly, vehemently disagree. I was responsible for bringing here. I'm responsible for them until they turn 18 years old. Any legal decision they make, any criminality that they make, I will be held liable for it. If I am that responsible for them, then I'm also responsible to them, not you. I will speak into their lives. I will influence them. I will help them make better decisions. I will inform them when they're about to make a bad decision. I will be there to walk through the consequences of whatever decision they make with them. That's my role as a parent. And if you are a parent, you are the most critical, irreplaceable leader in their lives. Act like it. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. Hi, my name is Christina Knowles, and I just got done taking Jay Lauren's Story Power Masterclass. It was amazing. I took away so much information. Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed being formally trained in media many, many years ago is the call to action. I will use that with every speaking engagement and I'm so grateful that Lauren just um, spoke truth into his teachings and he is a true professional. And I know this might sound weird, but I've been taking certifications in different classes over the years and Lauren is not boring. I can't even believe I got here at nine and then the class went by so fast that I was like, it's time to go already. And I was shocked that it was time to go already. So it's an awesome class. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. Lauren is a master teacher on storytelling and I learned so much. Um, I'm really going to have to sit down and go back through everything and I think I might have to have some more coffees with Lauren, but uh, it was totally worth my...